Welcome to the Bad Cody Funky Preview Podcast, everyone. This week, coming up, we were talking about the new Metal Gear Solid by Hideo Kojima. Yeah. But, but today on the Preview Podcast, uh, we're talking about some uh, stealth games, guys. And on the podcast with us today, we have Booster Greg. What up? And TV's Casey. <laughs> I mean, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Serger, everyone. So, guys, Metal Gear Solid's come out, and uh, as you know, it's a stealth game. So today, let's let's talk about uh, some stealth games that we've played, and uh, maybe some games that had some stealth elements in it that we really liked. Yeah, so I remember, um, actually, the first stealth game I ever played, and it, like, blew my mind. Um, it was on Nintendo 64, and it was Mission Impossible. Ooh, uh, I don't know if you guys man. had the privilege of, of playing that game. I got a I got a horror story about that game. Yeah, so a horror. Well, story. Was, it, was, it was a blockbuster rental not long ago. Oh, oh no, blockbuster <laughs> rental. Oh, but you oh, no, you go ahead. I'm sure you got something nice to say about it. Well, I mean, like for me, it just kind of like changed for me what a what I perceived to be a shooting game as. So what at that age when I was playing it, I don't even remember how old I was. I had to have been like. I want to say maybe 10, 11, between 10 and 13, somewhere in there. Uh, And for me, it was either a Mario game, a fighting game, or a shooting game. Like, there was nothing else that at least I had encountered. And I was really, like, I heard the Mission Impossible, like, rock remix or whatever that they had. And I was, like, really into that. And then, yeah, exactly. And, um, And then... You saw, like, you know, I was at this, uh, my the, my video rental store. We didn't have any blockbusters that were within walking distance to me. We had this place that was called Video To Go. And Video I will never go. forget it because it was like, you go there and it's a fucking treat. Was it next to a quick stop? It, actually, it was formerly <laughs> a mom and pop convenience store. Uh, it had moved a couple times. And it, the final resting place of it, which is now a restaurant, which is fucking weird. And the, the VIP dining section is downstairs, which used to be the adult video section. Nice. So <laughs> that's just fucking weird it's, when you, they make you. It's still eat. VIP. Yeah, it's still <laughs> VIP. <laughs> and at the time, I, I sounded exactly like my mom. Because that, you know, puberty had not hit yet. Um, <laughs> so like I was even like faking out like my dad and like, you know, my family members and like her friends. So I was very confident. I remember one time they caught me and they were just like, you sound like a 12 year old boy. And then I was like, that's really rude. So and does I got, my like, mom. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell myself. Yeah. Um, and I kind of went off the handle and then whatever. But um, so I, I picked up this game and I brought it home. And it wasn't a running gun, which, like, baffled me. You know what I mean? Like, at the time, like, I had only seen, like, GoldenEye or, um, like, Doom was a big one that I played back then. Wolfenstein, stuff like that. And the fact that there's this game that had guns, but I couldn't. I only had, like, five bullets. And if I shot someone in, like, you know, I don't know if you guys know the uh, the the infamous uh, banquet hall area. Where you, like, go dressed up in, like, a tux and you have to infiltrate this whole party. Then you may or may not get a like a, a hazmat suit at some point. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. In I, the have very, in I have a very, yeah. very blurred memory of this game. <laughs> yeah. So like, and there was like, it was a lot like Hitman. Thinking, thinking back on it, where there was multiple ways that you could achieve your goal, but if you, you know, the less violent way you possible would, you get the highest ranking. So 
this is a lot of fun. And there was always this one level. I still to this day have not beaten it because uh, there's this one level and it was the last level that I could never beat where you step out of an elevator and you get shot immediately and you die. What? And there's no way to go up. There's no way, like, at least that I remember. And there's no way to dodge the bullets. I think once I did, like, an action dive and I made it a little further than I normally did. But, like, that's only two steps out of the elevator. I think I made it, like, four steps out of the elevator. So I never figured it out. And I just got too annoyed with it. And I never went back. And then, you know, like, those old cartridges for N64 only had, like, like a limited battery life in terms of, like, the save file. So I'm sure it's gone by now, that nah, save file. I, I think that was just Game Boy, man. You should still oh, be really? able to whip out an old cartridge. Really? Yeah. I'll give um, it a shot. I'll see what happens. I'll be honest with you. I think you're, the answer to that is probably somewhere in the movie. Because I remember yeah. playing through GoldenEye on Nintendo 64. And, you know, you know the whole thing where uh, you you end up kind of having to leave Trevelyan to die. Like, you guys throw all the mines on the big tanks. And, mm-hmm. then, and then James Bond escapes through, like, the little conveyor belt thing. Mm-hmm. As a kid, I never knew where to go because I didn't see the movie before I played the game. <laughs> so yeah. then when you watch the movie and you see how he gets out, it's like, oh, shit, you're supposed to hide behind the cart and, and get out through the this stupid thing that doesn't even look like an exit to the level. The movie was a guide. The movie yeah. was a guide. And that's what I'm thinking maybe Mission Impossible was because, again, when I, when I rented that shit out of Blockbuster and I was like seven, yeah. um, couldn't figure that out. Couldn't even really figure out the menu because it's like if you died in that gala mission you would end up in the arctic or something yeah and i just i couldn't figure it out i didn't know what to do so we kept just restarting the game to try again which it's horrible (laughs) i look back and i'm like god how dumb was i yeah but you get you get really good like because stealth games are so like procedural you know what i mean yeah Where like you have to do point x then you have to wait for point y then you have to do go to z and then you go back and you can do a b and c and like you have to like the timing is that on because the ai does the same thing over and over and over and over again right. so it becomes a matter of like and like i hate repeating myself in like any fashion so like stealth games are can be pretty hit or miss with me you know, because it's like, all right, I know I have to do this, I have to do this, I have to do this, I have to do this. And then I get really bored with repeating myself. So then I'm like, I try to, you know, like fucking rush through it. And then you die because you can't rush through it. Way to go, Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> my rings! Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's my experience playing with uh, Splinter Cell. You know, like I love playing the Splinter Cell games and they're a lot of fun. But yeah, I'm mostly like a first person shooter kind of yeah. person so having to like sneak around and like be you know like okay first you have to do this and then after that you can do this and you have to wait a bit for that person to walk by and go 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 and then wait a minute more and then wait a minute again yeah could Not only really be made account. worse by actual visit like spotlights just moving around <laughs> but i did have fun uh with stealth in skyrim yeah mm, yeah mm, so good Getting the Nightingale armor, getting a, getting a good old bow, getting your sneak around, playing as a Khajiit, moving around as a Khajiit. Getting that thirty-two X multiplier stealth backstab bonus, <laughs> dude, so good. Yeah, uh, just pickpocketing, walking around, sniping people with a bow. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, really good way to go through Skyrim. <laughs> good, good way to go through any Bethesda game, really. And in, uh, in yeah. Fallout Three, I would, uh, I put an obscene amount of points into stealth. Not really sure why. I mean, I when I when I play a game like that, I actually do kind of like role play the character, like allocate stat points where I think their personality might go, things like that. But I just nice. kept pumping it. Like like if I ever had one left over, I'd pump it into stealth. But then it turned out I had a lot left over, so it was all going in there. And you know, uh, 
when you get to like a place like Rivet City, where there's like a million and one things to do and all this free junk line everywhere, and of course I'm a pack rat and a hoarder in a video games as well as real life, I'm just walking around stealing everything out from everybody's noses, just seeing what I get away with. And it got to the <laughs> point where I'm I'm sneaking into the barracks where I'm not supposed to be, uh, pickpocketing their giant vault that has all kinds of blueprints and stuff inside, which you're definitely not supposed to be, <laughs> and remotely disabling one of those Mr. Gutsy, like, army robots that's like, ah, what a fine day for science, you know? <laughs> and uh, sneaking past him, trying to get cloaked with the uh, Invisibility Stealth Boy, and then, of course, it wears off the second I walk out of the room. So that was great. Big uh, big time karma loss for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Did you have you guys played Dishonored yet? Yes, that's oh a huge God. one. I love that. It was. <sighs> um, I don't know if you've you've played it, Casey. I have not, but I have seen some seriously cool teleporting stabs out of that yeah. game, dude. Like it's it's. I played it on the PC. Definitely played it on the PC. It was a lot of fun to play because uh, you 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 can play stealthy. You can go like all balls in, but like. Going stealthy is a whole lot of fun. You can do a lot of cool things because in Dishonored you have a like a couple different powers that you can that you have at your disposal. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun to play, dude. If yeah. you picked up Dishonored, and it's a really good story too. Well, especially for someone who likes um, like Bioshock so much, Dishonored yeah. is like it's a good like spiritual successor in a way. I'd um, say so. Yeah, it, it's very similar in terms of like art style feel. Uh, definitely tone is very similar, especially more Bioshock Infinite than anything. I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was a good like holdover for me, because um, when it came out, I was debating not getting it, and I was working at GameStop at the time, and we did a midnight launch for that, and something else came out at the same time. I don't remember what it was, but um, I ended up like we put Dishonored on the TV to play it, because uh, I don't know if we we're supposed to or not, but we were, like at around like ten o'clock, so a couple hours before, we just like put it on and just let people play and have a good time. Nice. Um, and I was watching it being played, and I was like, whoa. I was just, like, drawn to it. And I was, it was a game that I was not planning on getting, and I ended up picking it up that night. Yeah, it, it, it just it looked had, awesome. And it had that Bioshock feel. It really yeah. did. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And, it, and the fact that it lets you choose your play style was awesome. Like, you, yes. you can. And this is a big thing. When people would come in, in for me, and like I kind of miss these days. People come in and be like, oh, what game should I buy? And I would be like, oh, like, have you played? Like, what do you have? Xbox 360 or PlayStation 3? If there was Xbox 360, I would either direct them to Alan Wake or Dishonored because they probably had not played those games yet. And if it was Dishonored uh, that they ended up really being drawn to, I told them, like, the big selling point was you can go through this game if you want to and not kill one single person. That's very true. It's possible. And you actually get a Chivo. And you get a Chivo. Yeah, you do get a Chivo for that. And actually, what's really cool about that game, too, which makes me love it even more, is because I don't know why. Um, I don't know if it's because I bought it and played it um, and like beat it on Xbox 360, or if maybe I downloaded it as a free like Games with Gold on Xbox 360. But I got an email uh, not too long ago from Xbox being like, "Hey, you owned Dishonored uh, on Xbox 360. Just for doing that and being gold, we're going to knock twenty dollars off of the uh, definitive edition for Xbox One if you Whoa, want Dishonored." That's awesome. Nice. So I ended up like I was just like fuck it why not like i never played the dlc i have it on steam but like i haven't really installed it yet uh, i think i got it when it was like four dollars or something like that nice and you know it's just like for 20 bucks like why the fuck not like why wouldn't you yeah and, and, yeah for 20 bucks that's a really good game yeah i mean if it, you get like the game and you get like all the expansion and stuff like that Ooh. so yeah it's just like 
fuck it. Like I paid $60 for this game when it came out without the expansions and thought it was worth it. So a third of that with the extra DLC. Yeah. Okay. I can, I can, I can swing that game of the year edition and everything but name. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think they don't really do game of the year editions anymore. I think they're now they're all going to be like definitive editions and stuff like that. Yeah. I think that's what they're calling them. Yeah. Yeah, Because like, I mean, game of the year is just so deceptive. It's just like, wait, wait, do you, Arkham got game of the year, but then Fallout is the same year. Yeah, which one is the game what, of the year? I think that's what they kept seeing, and it's just like, who's giving it game of the year? Like, who yeah. take this? Well, like everyone, yeah. every different website has a game of the year. Hell, oh, we'll yeah. probably have a fucking game of the year. Yeah, back in the fucking game of the year. Look out uh, for it. I'm gonna say the game of the year. It's gonna be an app, and it's called the podcast app, and it's where you can listen to Bad Katie Funk. <laughs> yeah, done. Broke it. Oh Next. god, the plug. What an amazing plug. Get out of here, come in. Choose your character. Oh yeah, it better pick me. God damn it, better pick me. Um, but yeah, no. Back to back to stealth games. Yeah, Dishonored is like a fantastic stealth game because it gave you the option to stealth or to not just go balls to the wall. Um, and both were difficult in their own right. You know, it was just as challenging to go through and not kill anyone as it would be to have like hundreds of guys. Just, well, I mean, it was they didn't really have hundreds, but like dozens of guys on you and you run out of magic power. And you have no bullets. Um, and it, it's just interesting to see the evolution of, of stealth gaming in general over the past five years alone, you know? Yeah, especially with, um, like, all these, like, huge, big action titles coming out. It's good yeah. to see that, that games like Splinter Cell, are, are, they, they, they get modernized. And um, there's, there's a new game coming out that's, that's kind of stealth. Um what is it called? I can't remember. But uh, but uh, the division, the game that I'm looking forward to. Yeah. You know oh, that game. I, I want to consider it a stealth game. I mean, it's it's, an, it's kind of like a console MMO. I don't know if it's confirmed on PC yet, but it's gonna be on the on the next gen on the current gen systems. But you, you can you can go through the game just like sneaking around, like gathering stuff, avoiding other players, uh, avoiding uh, people who are infected. Um, it's not necessarily, and it's also not necessarily a zombie game, which is what I really like about it, but you can just like really go through that game, just exploring and avoiding, you know, the populace. And I think that's really, really cool. So I think, I think that, you know, having that kind of quote unquote stealth feature is pretty cool. You can go through mm. such a, a big game like that and still have a lot of fun. Mm. Well, Dying Light is kind of like that too, with like the zombies and not engaging. And I think that's a big like mental thing in stealth games is you're so used to engage, 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 like go, you know, kick down the door, shoot the guy in the head, slow motion, <laughs> call of duty, get the dog, sick slow him, rip out his the, the dogs. Yeah, and then, like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, you're just so used to, like, like pretty much Mad Max the movie in video game form. Just go, 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 And go, also go. Mad Max video game. Man, the video, dude, that got good reviews. <laughs> Is it out? It did. I need to buy yeah. it. Oh, yeah, it's, it's weird. It did everybody find it weird. It has Batman combat. What? Does it? Yeah, it does. That's how you oh, fight it. It's yeah. Batman combat. I mean, you have guns Ooh. and stuff. Whatever, and it's cool because not all enemies are susceptible to like 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 gunfights. Like, um, uh, if, if you're fighting a boss or whatever, now you try to use your Batman fighting, and you try to whip out your weapon and shoot, they'll like automatically dodge, or they'll they'll do like like a counter or something. It's like, okay, I can't use my weapons here. I got to do something else. Um, and sometimes mm. you have to use the environment. So they put in some uh, intricate um, elements into boss fights and some encounters because not everybody can just be felled by like a shotgun or assault rifle. You have to you know do battle. Which is pretty interesting, but yeah, it has yeah. Batman combat. I was like, "What?" Dude, nice. that's all. Yeah, like that was one of those things where I was looking at it when it was coming out, and I thought about pre-ordering it, but I was like, you know, like 
my my common sense kind of kicked in. It was like it's a movie <laughs> video game. There have <laughs> yeah. literally been maybe two movie video games where I liked, and that's it. In the history of movie video games, what are those? Uh, one of them being the Ghostbusters video game, which I really like. Ooh, that was actually pretty good. That was great. It was oh, only three or four will hours. Will but... you play as the rookie, like the new guy? Yeah. Well, so like for for that game, like the way I, I would describe it to people, um, and the way I still do is when I was a kid and I watched Ghostbusters, and I went out in my backyard and I put on my proton pack, and you know I had the little trap, I had all the like, little gizmos. And I would shoot fictional ghosts in my backyard. That sense of joy and wonderment was captured in the Ghostbusters video game for me. Yeah, it's just like the way it was. They had all of like you know they had the fucking toaster in there as an Easter egg. They had uh, Vigo the painting like in there. Um, but what was most cool is like the game mechanic for capturing ghosts, and it was so simple. But it's exactly how I pictured it as a kid. And it's literally like you put the trap out, you have this cone, and you have to keep the ghost in the middle of the cone. You can't get out of like the barriers of the cone. And like the further it goes down into the trap, the more difficult it is. Hmm. Because he is like a, an easier way to get out of there. Right. So it just like recaptured it. And the fact that all the guys re- reprised their roles, the only person who did not come back was Sigourney Weaver. Um, everyone else came back. Odd and that actually, they would get Bill Murray. And, well, and not everyone else. So the urban legend goes that Bill Murray was the last to sign on uh, because Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis wrote the script for the th- for the game. And it actually ties together the first two movies as well. Nice. Which is really fucking cool. So it expands on the universe. Um, and you actually go into like Zool's world and stuff like that. Uh-huh. But they wrote the script. So they're like, yeah, we're on board, obviously. Um, what's his name? Winston. What's his name? Ernie. Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson got in because what the fuck else is Ernie Hudson doing right now? Uh, Oz. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, well, he, did, been... he, he was in Chuck too. I think he did like these little bits, bit roles, and I think he was in Heroes, uh, for an episode or two. But like, yeah, like what else is he doing? Janine is there because like you know who else are you gonna get to do that voice? We got and, one. Yeah. And Bill Murray was like, I don't want to do that again. Like, no thanks. I'm too busy doing Garfield, I guess. Yeah. Where's um, Where's Lorenzo Music? Is he dead? <laughs> yeah. Get him to replace me. Um, but that's funny, too, because, like, Bill Murray did the voice of Garfield in the movie, and then he did the voice of Venkman in the cartoon. Yep. You know, that, a, that's, a, that's a little swap, fun swap. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, so... He was the last sign on, and Sigourney Weaver. This is I, I don't know if this is true or not, but this is how the the legend goes um, for her, a three year old video game, four year old video game. Uh, but Sigourney Weaver was like, "Well, if Bill's not doing it, I'm not doing it." So ah. they were like, "Okay, well, like you know, we can we have to have Venkman in it, like in some way, whether he just walks by or not. But we don't have to have Dana in it. Like, there's no need. Like, she was just like." You know, Peter Venkman's sometimes girlfriend. So they replaced her with a new character, and I'm, I'm spacing on her name, but she was voiced by Alyssa Milano. Nice. Uh, yeah, so they got her in it, and then Bill Murray was like, Yeah, I guess I'll do it. And then they were just like, Yeah, we don't need to use Sigourney Weaver, sorry. Uh, so that, that that's the story as I heard it. I don't remember where I heard it or anything like that, but I think I read it online. I think it was, it was on like IMDb trivia or something like that. But it's well, an interesting, uh, interesting little anecdote. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, well, another good uh, video game based on a movie would be uh, <laughs> 
Disney's Aladdin. Yeah, that's a good for one. The sake, for the sake of Genesis. Yeah. One of my first video games. I can't remember and, if that one or the Super Nintendo version was the superior one. Genesis, Genesis version. Yeah. Genesis, I, I, I think Genesis. universally it's it's the SNES it's, version is regarded as the better one. Really? Nah, I think it is, yeah. SNES really had that like kind of going. Like Nintendo had that going for them. They had the better adaptations of everything. But I, I'm always going to say Sega because that's what I had growing up. And of course, uh, we can't forget Goldeneye. It's based on. Oh movie. yeah, Goldeneye. Yeah. That, was, that was like that's the definitive shooter. Like, does, that was does not hold games. well up after all these years. Oh God, no, no. The controller's not a shit. I, but that's I, what got us here, you know. Yeah. I, I am glad that game everything game. still explodes when you shoot it, though. Even chairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, there there aren't many. So that's why, I mean, to kind of come back to it, that's why I didn't pick up Mad Max or, or I chose Metal Gear over it. And, you know, Metal Gear is a very wise decision as I'm playing it. I'm maybe four or five hours into it, and God damn, is it an impressive game. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I've never I've I've played Metal Gear Solid two for ten minutes. Did not care for it because I played mm. it like on Xbox three hundred and sixty when they did the remake. So the uh, the controls do not hold up over time on that game at all. What so, so in subsistence or it, substance? What is it? I, I don't, don't know. The first one that I played, I don't remember if I played it in chronological or actual order because I think in chronological order it goes three then two. It's it's three one two four. Yeah. I think I played two first. Yikes. It's the one which starts off with a cutscene where he's on the bridge and it's raining. Yeah, it's the, the tanker chapter. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't do it. Did not care for it. Didn't like the controls. I was I was done with it. And then I tried playing a little bit of three and I was like, yeah, I played on 3DS. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Like, it's cool. And I didn't really care for it. And then I played a little bit of Ground Zeroes and I, I appreciate it. But again, didn't care for it. Mm. Um, I never beat. I only beat the first chapter of Ground Zeroes today. Like, I was just like, because one of my buddies, um, who's super into Metal Gear, like, he, he might as well be, like, Big Boss. Like, he, <laughs> he's just, like, the he's, like, one of the best stealth gamers that I've known, and he pretty much exclusively plays Call of Duty or stealth games. So, like, Arkham, uh, Splinter Cell, Metal Gear, stuff like that. Um, but he was telling me to go back and like he gave me some pointers and it just expanded this game even more so and what you learn actually in, in phantom pain can be transferred into at least that knowledge into ground zeros but what i really like and i will talk about this on on thursday as well but what i really like about this game is how cinematic it is and oh yeah just like, just the, just the, like uh, metal yeah. gear solid 4 it's like you're you're playing a movie yeah yeah, it's just fucking nuts, and and we'll we'll do that all on um, on Thursday. We'll really dive into that a bit more, as long as some other stealth games as well for those of us who haven't played uh, Metal Gear yet. But coming from a guy who has never really gotten into Metal Gear, this game is fucking awesome. And Troy Baker does the voice in it. Yeah, yeah. He's uh Kazuhiro Miller, right? Yep. No, he's um no, he's not Miller. He's uh fuck. What's his name? The other guy, Ocelot. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yep, he's Ocelot. Oh man. Um, and when I died, because I, I die often in that game, um, uh, they do the snake, and I just kind of like thought how awesome that must have been for Troy Baker, who is he doesn't look that much older than us, who so he probably grew up on a lot of this stuff too, 
and be able to yell that definitive, you know, death scream in a game. Just yeah. must have been really super rewarding for him. We also can't forget uh, Jack Bauer, Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland's in there. Yeah. Like, his voice is so distinctive, like Kiefer Sutherland, Mr. President. But but so was <laughs> the guy who did the voice of Snake to begin with. Yeah, I, I still have mixed feelings about David Hayter being replaced. Yeah, a lot of people do. Like, my buddy did, too. But the way that, like, I kind of asked him if it was like this, and he kind of agreed. It's kind of like when they recast Batman in, like, in, in animated format. It's yeah, like everyone's yeah, used to Kevin Conroy, and then like you get someone else like in um, New Frontier. It was this other guy, and he, it you you're taken aback at first. And Bruce Greenwood in uh, Justice League, you're taken aback at first. You're like, that's not Batman. But then like the more you kind of like hear it, the more you kind of accept it, and you never like are in love with it. But you just kind of like, all right, like I'll buy this. You know, like this is not as jarring as I once thought. It's Batman it's, enough for me. Exactly. It's- it's like getting food. It's like ordering food. You get it, and then it's not as good as you think. But you're not gonna you're not gonna stop eating it. I mean, you're hungry. You got somewhere to go. You're like, oh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna eat this. It's not that good, but I got somewhere to go, and I'm already this is already here. Yeah, that is well. You know, yeah. the pepperonis are okay on it, I guess. Yeah, it's like yeah, whatever. Yeah. Let's eat it and pay for it and go go on my my life. Yeah, yeah. yeah but anyways, um, that hits a fresh for the preview. You know, we gave it a gave everyone a little oh, no. taste of what we're gonna do on Thursday. You know, we got a little off track a little bit. Um, also, I just want to give a quick shout out. Um, I want to help these guys out a little bit. I had the privilege of playing Mech Deck today, which for Mech those deck. of you who don't know, it is a board game on Kickstarter. Uh, so one of the 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 marketing guy essentially, or like the the partner, kind of came over to my place and let let me play a couple rounds, and it's awesome. So I'm going to be writing a view on that by Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, check that out. They have a Kickstarter campaign going on. Uh, definitely check them out. Toss them a couple bucks if you can. The game's sick. You get miniature robots that you can make yourself. So like you get pieces that just combine themselves. It's fucking dude, that sounds that sounds amazing. Like, I was I was jealous you got to play that. I was like, dude, that sounds so sick. Yeah, I man. Play? I'm I'm gonna see if I can get them to, to send you guys a copy because Ooh. it was it was a lot of fun. They do got a couple like promotional and it's super complicated to play at first. But like once you play like a round, you're like, oh, I fucking got this. Like it's it's uh it's it's no more complex, I would say, than Magic the Gathering or Yu-Gi-Oh. Hmm. It's just like a different kind of mindset than your typical Monopoly board game because it's not your Monopoly board game. It's giant robots fucking fighting each other. That's and way I, more fun than Atlantic City. It's the board way game. more fun than Pass and Go and collecting two hundred dollars. Um, and I can't say on the air what he told me. But they're planning next steps if this thing takes off. And if what they're planning is awesome, is like, if that's the case, man, everyone's going to be in for a fucking treat. Yeah. Like, like he told me, and I just almost, I had to go to the bathroom. I had to excuse myself. <laughs> um, but yeah, Serge, want to take us home? everybody that's all the time we have for today on the preview podcast back katie funky make sure to check us out every thursday at 9 30 eastern standard time on twitch.tv slash bad katie funky where you can join in the conversation live also check us out on itunes and uh on your mobile um droids if you <laughs> obviously you don't have itunes because it's droids yeah download the soundcloud app you can listen to us there to search bad katie funky and uh, you can have us on your way to your car on your way to your daughter's ballet recital wherever you go for everything that you care about bad katie funky dot com <laughs> we'll see you guys later we'll see you another time this has been booster greg what up 
TV's Casey. Hey. And I'm Sergio. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you guys on Thursday. Yeah. Can't wait. Dot com.